As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Tonight on Sound Off, we will completely clear up the college football playoff picture. What? We can't deliver on that promise. Clear up the playoff Sorry, we've been airing a lot of political ads. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Welcome to Sound Off, Keith Murphy. He's John Sears, and we got a lot to get to tonight, so let's get to it. What do you think, John? Go right, right into football? We have to, don't let's we? Let's do it. Sound it's Off required. Hot Topic time, and it's a no-doubter. The Hawkeyes have matched the best start in Iowa history. The Hawks remain undefeated, but, but nationally, many pundits don't think Iowa belongs in the college football playoff conversation. Haters. How good is Iowa? What do you think? Give us a call. We have some lines open now. 282-9010. 282-9010. And it's your chance to sound off. Mission accomplished. The college football playoff has taken attention from the NFL in November by stealing national sports debate. And for the first time here in Iowa, we get to play along and not in an entirely objective way. If a fan tells you he's objective, you know he's not. If a sports reporter tells you he's 100% objective, don't buy that either. Demand full disclosure, but don't expect complete objectivity. We all bring our life's experiences to our thoughts. The Hawkeyes are undefeated. They've been ranked behind national brands like Alabama and Notre Dame. Teams with a loss, Bama, to a three-loss team at home. Fox Sports Radio's Colin Cowherd says he ranks Iowa 34th. Cyclone Radio's Ben Bruns tweets, Oklahoma would beat Iowa senseless. And Bob in Doucheville says <laughs> Iowa could not beat a single Big 12 team, even though Iowa already won at Iowa State. And you know how you should react? However you want. We're talking about football. As Seinfeld famously said, we're rooting for laundry. The players change, the uniforms stay the same. Well, not at Iowa State, but you get my point. This will play itself out. Whether you think, as I do, that Iowa's schedule to date is underrated, or you're with Dick in Sac City and you don't think Iowa <laughs> could beat Dowling, we'll find out soon enough. If Iowa goes 12-0 and then beats Ohio State or whoever on the proving grounds of Indianapolis, the Hawks will make the college football playoff. But even if Iowa goes 13-0, and the Hawks get hosed by what you think is an SEC big brand worshiping committee, the Rose Bowl makes a darn nice consolation prize. 
So enjoy. If that means passionately debating others, go at it. If it means just muting the noise and ignoring the trolls, do that. This is the good stuff. And what that means to you is not what it means to me. We all get how this works. If roles were reversed, so too would the passionately defended positions of Hawkeye and Cyclone fans. So have fun. Just don't be the butthurt fans on the Sound Off Twitter feed who are mad we're not covering Iowa State football equally. You want equal coverage? Be an equal amount of relevant in the national conversation. Coverage favors the winning. This is a meritocracy. I think Cyclone fans will use the hashtag Hawks suck look small. But if that makes three and six more bearable, hate on. It's football, not oppression. Furious at someone's point? Ignore, delete, unfollow. And Hawkeye fans, since hearing all this makes you feel good or should, if necessary, please replay this during basketball season. John? Woo! We're riled up tonight. Keith, I think it's fascinating, all of the hate for Iowa. I'm not surprised. We saw this last year with Florida State. The hate for Iowa is simply because their name is Iowa. The Hawks' resume is actually better than Ohio State's, but the Buckeyes are a name brand and have NFL talent at the skill position, so people feel the Buckeyes will crush Iowa in the Big Ten title game, assuming they play. That may happen, or Iowa may win. We don't know, but if we're judging this season on this season alone, as of right now, and look at the resumes of both teams, Iowa should be ranked ahead of Ohio State. Last week... I proposed a new playoff system for high school football, but I'm guessing I wasn't taken seriously because I was dressed as a foot. <laughs> well, that'll do it. I was dressed as a foot. <laughs> well, we have some more problems this week. The Iowa High School Athletic Association has to do something about the playoff matchups. First, they need to establish their own ranking system. Top 10, relying solely on district winners with crazy tiebreakers isn't working. Pella, the top-ranked team in the state, undefeated, had to travel 150 miles to play a two-loss Davenport Assumption team in the quarterfinals. This should not happen ever. What's the point of playing non-district games if they don't matter? Seriously, Assumption lost two games out of district. That should matter. Now, in the semifinals, the association has number one Pella against second-ranked West Delaware. In the other semifinal, 7th-ranked Norwalk, and number 8 Sergeant Bluff Luton. Makes no sense. I want a true bracket system that rewards the top teams. This, this system will at least give us the potential of having the best teams meet in the finals. Well, certainly much easier to take you seriously when you're not dressed as a foot. As a foot. You can't dress as a foot and have people take you seriously. Let's get it going. Jordan in Altoona. First caller tonight on Sound Off. Jordan, uh, what do you think about the Iowa Hawkeyes, where they've been, and where they're headed? Well, if they keep going undefeated, that's all great and all. But at the same time, though, are they actually going to have a good playoff You know, seat? I mean, are they going to get a good bowl game? Is it going to go better than what we've been in 2009? Uh, I, I think if Iowa goes 13-0, they're going to be in the college football playoff. I do, I, too. That's, that's a big, that would take an upset. It would take a big upset in the, uh, in the championship game, but it's possible. I don't see this team getting blown out by anyone. I, I don't share the opinions of those who feel like they would be blown out by some of these top 10 no. teams or would be beaten soundly. Uh, I, 
I, I think Iowa is good. I think they're executing well. I think they have that intangible that winning teams have that when they come together and something special starts to happen. I think Iowa can stay on the football field with any of these teams. Now, would I pick them against many of these top 10 teams? I probably wouldn't on a neutral field. But let's find out. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we, that's the thing. We don't know. Like I said in the I think, Iowa's resume is better than Ohio State's. Would you be surprised that Ohio State beat Indiana 34-27 to in Bloomington? Almost the exact same score. Okay, but everybody's, oh, the Buckeyes, they got all this NFL talent. My goodness, they're unstoppable. Okay, they're not. Okay, any team in the top 10 can be beat, and that includes Alabama, and that includes Oklahoma State and Clemson. I watched Alabama play LSU last night, and Alabama did look to me like one of the best four they teams do now, in the, yeah. in the mm -hmm. country. But in this system that we have, they lost at home to yep. a three-loss team. So some of this is, should we expect the committee to pick the four teams that will play the best in the playoffs, or should you be rewarded for what you have done all season? Um, let's see what Will and Ames thinks. And again, I do think this will play itself out. But Will, what do you think? Will? All right, let's go on to somebody else. Remember, we are on a delay, so please listen to your phone, not the television. Frank in Urbandale. How you doing, Frank? Oh, I'm doing fine. What do you think, Frank? Well, I mean, you like you said, it's all about the W's, is it not? Like. It should be, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it's part of it. We see we see these next few weeks. We realize Iowa's schedule isn't as tough as some being played in the in the Big 12 and the Big 10. Uh, but all you can do is play the teams uh, that are on your schedule. And Iowa has wins over three teams that have been ranked in the top 25. Two of those were exactly. on Exactly. It's almost like a popularity contest, man. <laughs> yeah, there is there is some of that, Frank. Thank you. And Let's, actually, Wisconsin and Northwestern are still uh, ranked yeah, in the top 25 right now. Right. So. I don't think they've lost since losing to Iowa no, either. Is that they, I think they both have seven wins. Uh, Steve is in Prairie City. Hello, Steve. Hello. Yes, I was at the game yesterday in Bloomington, and I am an IU alum, and I'm telling you, Indiana's a good team, but Iowa with a better team, and I think Iowa will run the table. I mean, they just look powerful, and they just look like they were in control yesterday. Steve, we appreciate that. It's been interesting and, and, and kind of cool to see more and more Hawkeye fans showing up at these away games. You know, uh, Michael Admire and Nick Wilder, they were both there in Bloomington, said the crowd keeps growing at these away games, and it is going to be – it's going to be bananas Saturday night for that uh, sold-out game against Minnesota. You have the wrestling, the grapple, the gridiron yeah. during the day, and then you have the home game sold out, and, John, they're wearing the uh, all-black uniforms for the first time. Man, that's going to be – night games at Kinnick Stadium are already cool. It's a cool atmosphere under the lights. They don't do it very often at Kinnick Stadium. Whew. But now you throw in the 9-0 record, the wrestling beforehand, adult beverages throughout the entire day. That place is going to be a little nuts. Cool and de-run. By the way, Wisconsin's 8-2, and two, Northwestern 7-2. and two. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges. Chad and Altoona says, a Channel 13 meteorologist, Jennifer McDermott, looks like the new Supergirl. Which one is Jennifer? That's, that's Jennifer and, on the left. Okay, wait, Old they, Spice? Did they... Yeah, that's, did, they, did they take this picture in the same spot? I, I it's got starting the fog. To, I think it's the same There's person. There's fog with the background buildings. I don't understand how that was done. Wait is, a that that, is that that trick photography? Uh, Keith and Urbanale thinks ISU quarterback Joel Lanning looks like Terminator actor Edward Furlong. Old Spice. Mm. Yeah, nope. Hey, guys. Happy Parents' is Teacher's Day. I made you something special. 
I can't wait to show it to you next in What's Bugging Andy. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation, Iowa State fan Adam writes, hope the team can stick together. At least a couple of the remaining games are winnable. There's work to be done, and hopefully ISU can end on a more positive note than the rest of the season has been. Frank writes, after feeling good about the shutout against Texas, we went backwards. Can't believe Oklahoma didn't do to Texas what they did to us, but that's why you play the game. Need to recruit speed and should utilize the wide receiver core we have. If I haven't said it yet, Happy Sound Off Day. Yes, and happy What's Bugging Andy Day, too. Hey, happy National Cappuccino Day, or National Harvey Wallbanger Day, if you prefer cocktails. If you're watching this on Monday morning, then happy National Scrapple Day. Scrapple is a Dutch concoction that takes pork trimmings and wheat flour and turns them into sort of a pork loaf. Just like that, there you are talking about Scrapple, and you see the reason for the National Day. Yes, we here in America have figured out a way to get people to talk about things that otherwise don't have any reason to be talked about, at least on that particular day. We in the media eat it up, too. I mean, it gives us something to talk about, and we pass it right on to you. And you probably say, is every single day of the year some sort of national day? And the answer is, Yes. Can't there be one day off? No, I checked. This week, we'll celebrate National Vanilla Cupcake Day, National Forget-Me-Not Day, and National Marine Corps Day, even though Wednesday is already Veterans Day. So that means, what, Thursday would seem to be the day after Veterans Day? But no, it's actually National Pizza with the Works Except Anchovies Day. <laughs> Man. Those anchovies look bad. I kind of feel sorry for them, though, because there is no actual national anchovy day. I checked, and quite frankly, I was a little surprised. After all, next Tuesday is National Vichyssoise Day, and Thursday is National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day. Friday is National Absurdity Day, which would seem to me like the perfect time to sit back and reflect on how absurd it is that some industry has staked its claim to every single day on our calendar now. Thanksgiving Day? <laughs> That's not immune. That's actually National Cake Day, which seems weird because people eat pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving, but don't worry. Pumpkin pie does have its own day. It's December 25th, which is also known as National Noel Day. Can I get one day to myself? I mean, I would pick my birthday, January 13th, but that's already National Rubber Ducky Day, followed by National Hot Pastrami Day and then National Hat Day. But wouldn't you know, January 16th just happens to be National Nothing Day. So I've decided on that day, I'll give thanks. Thanks for nothing. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Andy, thanks. Is a hot dog a sandwich? That and other burning questions Ooh. only sound off has the stones to answer. Next. Follow us on Twitter at soundoff13. Justin writes, funny how most Hawk fans at start of season would have gladly taken a 9-3 and season. Now that would be the worst season ever. Hashtag just win. It would be now. That'd be three straight losses that finished nine and three. I picked Iowa to be nine and three, and 
I said eight and four, and Kinda I thought I might have been overshooting that. that a little bit. Chris tweets, fellow Hawks, don't let national narrative, hashtag SEC myth, ISU fans, or anyone else take away from what we're feeling right now. Nine and oh. Matt says Iowa should win all three. Big championship at toss-up. Uh, that's Big Ten. That's the symbol for Big Ten. Always confuses me when I read it. The hatred from outside. Who cares? We're 9-0. Deal with it. Kyle says it's obvious that the biggest change for the Hawks was Kirk sitting in that nest. It's new. It's sexy. It's hip. It's 9-0. Who's in your five? Five foods that are not a sandwich. Not a, not sandwich. a sandwich. Number five, open face sandwich. Number four, burrito. Not a sandwich. Number three, the KFC double down. That's not bread. That's just stupid. Number I've two. I've never even seen that. Number double two down? Is a what the hell is that? A taco. Jeez. That's not a sandwich. It's clogging your arteries, but bite one. And number one, not a sandwich. A hot dog. That's not a sandwich. That's a big ah, debate right there. Don't insult our intelligence with that. All right, back to the phone calls here. Uh, Randy with a comment on the Hawks. Uh, Hawkeye football, I assume. Randy, what do you think? Well, you know. Do you remember a couple of years ago when uh, when a Boise State got hosed out of the whole thing? The BCS, yeah. Yeah. Pre-college football that, playoff. Yeah. I think I would, you know, we don't get the, the recognition that we need. And I, I really believe that, you know, even though we played really hard and, you know, we didn't have a really tough schedule, but yet I, I think we're going to get left out just like Boise State did. Well, here's the difference. The, the, the difference is Iowa plays in the Big Ten. Boise State doesn't play in a power conference, so there's no way a 13-0 Big Ten team is going to be left out. The reason Boise State was left out was because they don't play in a Power Five conference. And it should be noted the Big Ten has the defending national champion. Yeah. So to leave out a team from the Big Ten championship game with a perfect record, be it Ohio State or Iowa, uh, that would be really hard to imagine. But we'll see. Uh, there's a lot of ground to cover before then. Josh in West Des Moines with a thought on the Big 12. Josh, what do you think? Okay. So my, my thought is everybody's on this Baylor train, but they beat SMU, Lamar, Rice, Texas Tech, and Kansas in West Virginia. By the way, they beat the Cyclones and Kansas State barely. So if there's such a great team – we're going to see because they have to play Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and TCU. So if they lose any of those games, does that drop Baylor out of any contention whatsoever? I, For I, sure. I, yeah, absolutely. I think the only Big 12 team with any shot at getting to the college football playoff with a loss is Oklahoma. And I think, the team, I think the team with the best shot of getting there is maybe Oklahoma State, but they'd have to beat Oklahoma. TCU lost to Oklahoma State. They dropped like a rock in the AP poll. If Baylor loses, they will drop just like TCU because their strength of schedule is horrendous. You want to talk about Iowa's schedule right now? Baylor's is atrocious. By the way, great to see Cole Netton hit those field awesome. goals, yeah. and uh, including a career-long. Kicking is so mental. Royals fans take over KC, and why wouldn't they? All fans love one thing, and we'll have that one thing next in Face Off. Plus, more of your live calls at 282-9010. You're watching Sound Off. Face Off now as we hit a few worthy topics we missed earlier. Keith, the Cowboys face even more backlash now that we've seen the photos of the woman Greg Hardy abused. Why the outrage now? Visuals are visceral. 
but we knew Hardy did this. A judge had already found him guilty, and the police report was sickening. Hardy paid off the victim, and she never showed for the jury trial, but we shouldn't need photos to have no tolerance for abusing women. Should the Cowboys cut Hardy? I don't think so. The, the judicial system turned Hardy loose. The Players Association reduced his suspension. But Jerry Jones, don't call Hardy a real leader, and don't insult our intelligence why he's on your team. He's a good football player. As for some of the Cowboys fans, Back your team, but don't excuse and enable violence against women, please. Iowa did not retire the jersey of leading scorer Roy Marble, but the Hawkeyes will wear RM23 yeah. on jerseys this season to honor the late Marble. I like it. I do, too. Uh, clearly, Marble's past made some at Iowa uncomfortable, but this is a first-class show of respect. The Hawks lost an exhibition game to let's see, uh, Division II Augustana. August, let me check. Uh, yeah, Division two Augustana. Augustana. Division two Augustana. Augustana okay. is good, but it's Division two. Did I mention that? Yes. Even with the different approach to exhibitions, this is a little embarrassing. Iowa fans should worry some, right? Here's the thing, John. As Brett McIntyre pointed out, it's not the worst exhibition ever scheduled. <laughs> Creed died in that exhibition. No one died in this one. But it is an attention getter. It, it is. Fran McCaffrey can dial up the intensity all week. I'm sure he will. Throw the damn towel! Throw it! Throw it! <sighs> CBS this morning ran the college football rankings. At number nine, CBS used the Iowa State logo for the Iowa Hawkeyes. At number seven, they used Michigan instead of Michigan State. How does this happen? Same way it happens here. You get a hardworking non-sports fan doing the graphics and then no one checks to make sure it's right. This often happens to Iowa State with a Hawkeye logo, so it's, it's balance, right? It's more balance anyway. Balance. There are no better fans than Royal fans, at least right now. That celebration turnout was nuts. Royals fans waited a long time and they were patient, but it should be noted just two years ago, the Royals were 26th in attendance. It's true anywhere, win, and fans show up. Is Michael Admire still crying over that win? He's very emotional. Okay. It's the great hot dog debate. A hot dog has meat between two pieces of attached bread. It is a sandwich. John, that is the most asinine thing you have ever said, and you've said some dumb things. At no point in history was someone asked what kind of sandwich he wanted, and the person responded, I'll have a hot dog. Not true. Happened today. I had a hot dog sandwich. John, you, you just embarrassed yourself and your family. You can always email the show. Sound off at whotv.com. Coach Rhodes, whatever pep talk, game strategy, and adjustments you were making at halftime, they're not working. Second half reminded me of the Iowa game. That's Brian and Johnston. I hope Nebraska got their spoiler mentality out of their system. I'm not sure the Spartans weren't overrated anyway. Question, why do you guys keep saying Iowa State's win over Texas was an upset? Texas only has three wins. ISU is pretty decent. That's Candyman and Newton. Well, Iowa State is three and six, and Texas was favored in that game. That's why we call it an upset. Vegas right. doesn't lie. Let's get back to the, uh, the calls here. Get a quick thought from each of you. Move to the next person quickly. 60-second sound off. Said on the Hawkeyes. Said, what do you think? Uh, I think that, like someone said before, the Hawks never get enough credit for doing good. And it's starting to get really annoying because, you know, they 
play decent teams, and they still come out to win. So the Hawks can beat any team in the nation. Just keep winning, and uh, you can prove it. Tim, Just win, baby. Uh, also on the Hawks, Tim? Yeah, I'd like to say to the gentleman earlier, the Hawkeyes have the three teams that were ranked at one time or another the top 25. So you can't say they haven't played anybody. And also I'd like to give a shout-out to Nebraska for beating uh, Michigan State. What a heck. All right, shout-out to Nebraska. <laughs> Becky and Bondurant, you'll have the final say here tonight, Becky, and 10 seconds to say it. Okay, well, I don't think they'll pick Iowa to be in any of the playoffs because of the unknown. If you're making big bucks to pick these teams, they don't really know because of Iowa's schedule if they're good or not. Becky, thank you. We are back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. Hawkeye fans, they know Iowa's record. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.